With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Pick number six goes to the Oklahoma City Thunder. That means that Cleveland has jumped up. Cleveland jumping up into the top four. Oklahoma City getting that pick there. Broadcasting live from Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse on the sunny shores of beautiful Lake Erie. The third pick goes to the Cleveland Cavaliers in downtown Cleveland. Tuned in to Wine and Gold Radio. Switch. Ah, they're going crazy in the arena. They can't believe it. It's unbelievable. Now, here are your hosts, Rafa, J-Mike, and Joe G. Hallelujah. Yeah, hey, everybody. Yeah, hey. Yeah, hey. And welcome to episode, what are we, 16, 17? All I know is this is episode of Wine and Gold Radio. Yes, it is. And this is the special lottery, NBA lottery edition. Uh, the Cavs just, uh, the lottery just wrapped up a minute ago. The Cavs will pick third this year, third I, overall. I would say we won. Yeah, that's Sorry. great. Yeah, I, I, I'm totally happy. In fact, I'm just going to run them down real quick. How Go about ahead. that? Uh, number one, Detroit Pistons. They won the lottery. That's and they and they had two all rookie guys. I think two all first team rookie guys. Did they not? Yeah. They had definitely two guys on the all rookie team. Uh, Sadiq uh, Bay and is Sadiq Bay and and, boy, and the kid from France. The kid who kind of kicked our butts. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So uh, uh, so Detroit picks first, followed by Houston. Uh, then the Cavs, number three, four, Toronto, five, Orlando. Oof. I think they had to be disappointed a little bit. Oklahoma, who won the Oklahoma, contest? Yeah, Oklahoma. Uh, and they have what? I think they said they have 18 picks in the next yes. you know, four or five yeah. years, a ton. Uh, Golden State, number seven. Number eight, Orlando again. Number nine, Sacramento. Uh, number 11, uh, New Orleans. Or no, number 10, New Orleans. Number 11, Charlotte. 12, San Antonio. 13, Indiana, and 14, uh, Golden State again. So, so Golden, Golden State, State, they did and, pretty well. And Orlando picked twice yeah. in the lotteries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did. They both did pretty well. And Mark Tatum announced the thing. And I, I'm wondering, like, do you think Mark Tatum, 
Because I, I was thinking, like, Mark Tatum, he comes in, he announces the second round of the draft, but then Adam Silver does the first round, and he doesn't get booed. Do you think he kind of wishes he got booed a little bit? Silver? Yeah, Adam Silver, because, you know, like, Uncle Dave used to come out there and get booed every pick, and, you know, he kind of ate it up a little bit. I'm wondering, do you think Adam Silver kind of thinks, eh, I wish they'd boo me a little bit? Because Gary Bettman gets booed. I mean, I don't Roger know, Goodell gets booed. He's the only yeah, commission that doesn't get booed. Goodell is a different story because I think it's got kind of. I I boo I boo Goodell from home, but it's different <laughs> because in the NFL, I don't care who the team picks, especially the New York team. They all boo. They don't even know who the player is that they're picking. <laughs> I know, and that's what's so great about it. I, I, a, I, I like that. The, I, I like the New York fans that they boo. I don't like last year was kind of. I missed that. I missed that the the Knicks fans and just getting pissed about everything. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey, uh, we have a special guest on today's program. I'm excited uh, about that. J. Mike is, I think, I, I, he might be with his family well, in western Pennsylvania. No, what happens now says. is he, he's back from his state in in, 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 uh, in, west- in, North, in the Carolinas. I oh, forget okay. which one, in okay. north or south, I forget. Insane. But the thing is that because of the offseason, Jared Allen has not been able to travel <laughs> right. to, to fix his problems up in his house. So yeah. so we have another guy coming off the, off the – is it a bullpen that we have or we have – we kind of do have a bullpen. The we we went to, we went to Tad first, yeah. Okay. We Tad, and then uh, we went to the Czar yep. of the Canton Charge, and for this week we went out of state. We we didn't even stay in state. We got former Cleveland radio host and producer and personality, and currently in Dallas, Dan McDowell. I don't know if people do people remember you, Dan, when you come when you like walk around town, or people kind of flocking you. <laughs> Do you pay for a meal in Cleveland, Dad? Yeah, I mean, do you like? It's crazy. It's great. The good thing about the pandemic is that I could wear the mask and not as many people mob me. That's, yeah, I can that's, actually go to the grocery store in peace. It's gotta you, be nice. Were you a love on air personality, or were you got? Were you a person that you know? I have more experience on the other side of like that. People weren't happy to he, hear me or or see me. Were you were you a love personality in the land? I think. Because I was mostly known as a board op, I was beloved. Mm-hmm. The board op is always beloved. It's yes. like the backup quarterback, right? The, the sniper can just play the funny drops. Yep. Yeah. doesn't really have to get out there and say anything. And I must say, I must say the board op is one of the most important pieces for, sure. for any show. Very undervalued absolutely. by management. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah, absolutely. And Dan, by the way, we, we talked about it earlier in that Dan only seems to come to town – for big things. he Dan doesn't come for small events. Dan shows up the first time. Well, one of the times he came back was for Danny Ferry getting hired as GM. Uh, and Dan was a huge Danny Ferry fan as a player. So that was a big thing for him. And then uh, and then Dan also came. The last time the three of us were together, uh, this happened. Una atrapada, dos intercepciones. Y ahora viene y es Miles Garrett. No, se deshizo de la pelota. Y ahora está el pleito ahí. Y Miles Garrett peleando. Uy, peleando y lo agarra de la cabeza. ¿Qué le hizo? Le quitó el casco a Miles Garrett. Y ahora viene el pleito. Uy, uy Miles Garrett tirando con el... Uy, uy, uy. Uy, le dieron está para... ¡Oh, patada! ¡Tiró! El y número 53 acaba de tirar una patada a la cabeza de Miles Garrett. So that was the Miles Garrett incident. Uh, that was, what, two years ago, right? Yeah, 2019. Yeah. So for those who don't speak Spanish, that play was the uh, the famous... Uh, Miles Garrett, which again, we've talked about it, and I said the Browns should have rode that. They should have said, we're the new Raiders, man. You mess with us, we'll hit you with, with but, your own helmet. But I don't think 
first of all, I don't think that's a, as an attitude or a personality, a persona you can just adopt from one night to another. Yes, no, I, I disagree. I, I, once you so once you hit big, a guy, yeah, dude, once but, you do that, no, but the, yes. the, the the Raiders just win, baby, came from top. I, I, Al I, Davis was that was the the root of, of that madness. Yeah, he would all, he would have swung a helmet at somebody. He, exactly, he, he would have saying, told he would have told Miles Garrett get back there and hit him. Hit, hit him, him again. Hit him again, yeah. Hit, hit him again. Go on the sideline. Hit more of them. Yeah. So I, I think I personally thought the Browns should have. Now, what's that. your take on that? I, I, I'm always curious about this because I were you, the I always think that he thought he was punching him and didn't remember he had the helmet because how, how often do you take the helmet off in the middle of the in the middle of a, of of, the, of a confrontation or or a game, or was he just really irate about, about this kid? I think both those things can work. be true, don't you think? And I thought he was a bit perturbed, like, you yeah. are going after me? Do you know I who thought. I am? <laughs> yes. I'm Miles Garrett. I can yeah. crush you so easily, and you're bowing up to me? Yeah, I, I, yeah, and, I like, agree. And he wants to fight with the, a bear. You and, got it. And yeah. also, don't get mad at me for sacking you and throwing you on the ground when there's nothing you should be throwing the ball for. That, uh, you know and what? And the game is over, and you deserve to. You, you go, go bitch at your, your, your coach. Yeah. Not at me. Yeah. Rudolph should have went over and hit. Uh, Mike Tomlin yeah. in the head with his. There helmet. was no reason for them to be trying to do anything no. other than just take the knee. That, the that was, was the over. only time that I think they've given you, Rafa, the good play-by-play seat. Yeah, because you were right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you were in the end zone. Yeah, yes. it was perfect. And it really usually went. that's the bad vantage point. And, I, and I must say, I didn't know. I didn't know what was going on at the beginning. When it, even it, in my on my call, I had to go to English because I had to I had to speak some English because I didn't know how. To, it, it was it was odd. I never seen that before in my life. No one's ever seen it before. That's why it was so. That's why it was so great. I think we had you on our show in Dallas. That yes, week, did we not? <laughs> so Dan has a show in Dallas. You're on uh, KTCK the Ticket in Dallas. Uh, give us a nice shameless plug. Uh, you just did it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> go go look it up. It's a radio station in Dallas. It's cool. all, it really it's awesome though. It really is a great radio station. Uh, they it's kind of a sports talk station, but they they're probably a lot like Wine and Go Radio in that they start talking sports and it just now. Do you do a lot of cowboy stuff? Are, are you like in here the radio the sports talk here? They talk Browns even when the when the Cavs are in the playoff and about to beat the Warriors down three to one. They're still talking about the off season in 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 in. in for the Browns, is, that, is it the same way in Dallas? Uh, if the Mavs were in the finals, we're not going to be reverting to cowboy talk. But it's always—I've always—I said this the second I moved to Dallas. It's very, very much like Cleveland, the sports scene at least, where the the football team rules everything. Mm-hmm. Like you said, a preseason game on up against uh, a playoff game. If the uh, Indians were in the playoffs, but the Browns are playing a preseason game, what would win the ratings? The the Bra- as far as the Browns, yeah, yeah. the Browns will always the Browns, win. Yeah, yeah they they'll always win, and it's- that's how it would be the, with the Cowboys. The Cowboys rule everything. That's what it's all about, you know. And it's probably just like the Browns; it just goes back generations. That's just how it was built. Yeah, and it's never it's never waned. And as far as a radio personality, I would imagine there's also something in common with the Cowboys in that whether they're good or bad, it's great radio. Right. Yeah, I, mean, yeah the, I, hope, the, I want them to do well because that's kind of fun. Yeah. I would like to see them playing or, you know, deep into the playoffs, but they never have since I've been there. Yeah. Uh, so that's also very fun, too, because you got, you know, stuff to rip on or some stuff to talk about all the time. And yeah. obviously with Jerry Jones, you're always going to have something to talk yeah. about. 
So as far as, like, so just kind of getting back to the lottery a little bit, uh, what are your thoughts on the Mavs? They're right now, they're in, I, I don't want to say turmoil, but. No. Well. Why wouldn't you? Well, I was going to say, maybe the Mavs had well, the number three pick they, a few years ago, just got, like the Cavs. Yeah. And the Mavs got Luka, number three. Well, no, yeah. they had to trade to number three to, to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Either, well, either both. Yeah, both you can get everybody number right. three. Exactly. But guess Every- what? They just got rid of the person who actually knew who Luka was. And who actually knew all, who all these international players were? Donnie Don, Nelson. Donnie Nelson. Yeah. Those yeah. guys are the ones that brought all these European people. Remember when, when his father coached the Lithuanian Olympic team? Yeah. And I always, first of all, I always am amazed that, uh, and that's probably why they lost their job with Vladi Divac and Page, I think, were uh, for Sacramento and they took Bagley over Luke. And it's like, God. dude, you're. You should be you the European know. scouts. Yeah. You should. Yeah. Hit, this should be a home run for you. How could you miss on that one? But they yeah. did. And Phoenix had Luca's ex-coach on their coaching staff, Who's and that? a lot of people. I don't know his name. Not but whoever he, coached he Igor, Europe, he okay. coached him in Europe. Yeah. And that's uh, some people thought. Oh, that's that means Phoenix is going to take Luca. Yeah. Now I must say that pick is turning out to be okay now that we see in the playoff when when Aethon Aethon is looking a lot better than he did. Sure. The sure. last two seasons. I mean, really, the whole top of that draft. And you can't really compare because, as far as Trey Young, because that's a better team. Atlanta has a better team. If Luka was but in who the else East. Pick, who else picked yeah. in front of them? Who else? Who if, else you put Luka on Atlanta, I mean. Yeah, but who else was picked in front of in front of them? Uh, Jared Jackson, no? Mm, before, before. Jaron Jackson went four. Fourth, yeah. And then. Yeah. And then. Fifth. Fourth. Trey, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. So it's been exciting. I mean, I'm 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 into it. But the Mavericks right now, what uh, what what direction do you see? And also Don Nelson, you mentioned him could be the coolest ex coach of all time. The old Don Nelson, the old Don Potter, Nelson. Like yeah. when you see him now, man, he's just got long hair, long beard. He's just smoking a bunch of right rope. Uh, Hawaii ganj and just yeah, uh, yeah. hanging out with uh, yeah he just, with Willie Nelson. I, I think the coolest, <laughs> right, Owen he, Wilson. The coolest story That's about how to do it. Nobody knew back then. I guess that 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 Don Nelson was it's a pothead. Mm-hmm. But he, when he coached Lithuania, the Grateful Dead donated <laughs> the uniforms. And if you oh, see, really? if you see Did the they? pictures of the Barcelona Olympics. All the teams have like this, this like either Adidas or Reebok or whatever, whatever brand was then, and the Lithuanian uniform was a tie-dye <laughs> jumpsuit. How awesome! Because it was donated by by, by Jerry Garcia because of Don. Oh, really? I, so yeah. little little Don Donnie coached Lithuania. Yeah, and but, he beat the U.S. Yeah, and that's when he stopped coaching international teams. He said he felt bad beating yeah. the U.S. <laughs> wow, I, I didn't. No, know he was that. a great guy. He's a yeah. very nice guy. Very nice guy. Are you familiar with the? The, the turmoil going on there. There's a there's a dude from Winnipeg, no? There. There's apparently this guy named Haralabob. He came from Winnipeg, yeah. Haralabob Vulgaris, mm-hmm. who is a... Uh, His name is Haralabob Vulgaris? Yeah, Bob for short, but Haralabob <laughs> is his name, Vulgaris. And he was a very well-known uh, NBA gambler and made big money gambling in the NBA and was hired by Cuban a few years ago. Coming in at the right time. As, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he was hired as a, uh, you know, the stat guy. Everybody's got a statistics guy now. Yeah. He was a that. A stat guy or like, like analytical? Analy- analytics. Yeah, exactly. Analytics yeah, guy. Right, That's right. what I mean. Right. Uh, not keeping stats. Right. He's an analytics guy. Mm-hmm. And apparently there was some trouble. Big in trouble. The f- big trouble in the front office where, you know, who is Cuban listening to the most? Is it this guy who's been here for 24 years, who found Dirk, who found Luca, who has all these connections internationally? Or is it uh, this guy yeah. who made his name gambling, but 
in the analytics world, he's and it seems like um, uh, other teams were saying they didn't know who they were supposed to talk to when it came time to trade. I got you. Uh, and then the third is Carlisle. He was very well respected, and you know they would listen to him because he's Rick Carlisle. And have worked very well with Nelson. And worked very well with Nelson. So now this Haralabob guy was thrown in there, and uh, the thought is that Cuban, as a, a tech billionaire will do, uh, he wants just the smartest people. He'll throw them in the room and say, figure it out. I don't care about your personality uh, quirks. Because Haralabob is a very, I don't know, what, what do you call it? It's the alpha personality, strong, but strong strong-willed. Yeah. And uh, you might say a jerk, uh, but he gets his way. And Carlisle, exactly the same way. Um, so they were butting heads. I think Donnie Nelson got tired of Haralabob's voice, you know, yeah. elevating above his. Um, and he ended up leaving. And uh, Carlisle then ended up leaving the Carlisle decided you know, to a, retire. Few, a few days later. Not retire. Not saying. I mean, just like leaving. I don't understand how he can do that, by the way. He had yeah. a five-year deal. He has two years left on his deal. He said he's, uh, he's stepping down, yeah. but he's going to continue coaching. <laughs> so he might be back in Boston soon. Well, but I think Indiana I don't know well. if Cuban will demand compensation for it because he just left his well, contract. Well, didn't they say it was mutual? Yeah. Uh, the Donnie Nelson one, they said it was mutual. Thought, Carlisle made it. I thought Carlisle said that we both agreed to that. Carlisle said, I am stepping away. Right. Because, because when Donnie first stepped away, um, uh, even before that, there was an athletic article that dropped which was highlighting the fact there's a shadow GM and there's a lot of trouble at the top. Cuban had stepped out in in big vocal support of Carlisle because some people said Carlisle needs to go. And which he could said, be the kiss of death, too. Well, yeah. no. The vote uh, of he, confidence. Is the vote of confidence, yeah. <laughs> I think Carlisle leaving blindsided Cuban. Oh, I really? really? Do. Yeah. Really? I See, boy, I, I'll tell you, I, then I had but, it all But wrong. I do think Carlisle I, was on a short leash. you got to get out of Cleveland every now and then, man. I, I think. Well, but I, th- but I thought I – thought, Personally, what I thought was that Carlisle was rubbing Luca the wrong way. And That's they, true. And they were just afraid, like, we can't have him uh, mess I, with the Golden Goose here. I do believe And he, they also have a problem with the fact that Porzingis is another dude that is not happy there. Right. And I think Haralabob was big in acquiring him, as was Donnie Nelson. Yeah. Uh, and I think Carlisle doesn't like him at all. And we had thought throughout the season – you know, either Porzingis or Carlisle probably has to be gone this summer. Yeah. And I think Porzingis's value is just too low to move him. Yeah, he he's, his contract's he's too lost. big and his yeah. value's too low, so. Yeah. He's got great hair. I get mad. It never like, moves. It it's, never moves. It's perfect. It's like, I think he gets it cut every day. Why is, it, a, I mean, why is it with Dallas and people with hair that don't move? Remember uh, Jimmy Johnson? Johnson? Jimmy Johnson, yeah. yeah. It's like, did you ever see like those old Devo videos where they just put on like that hair thing that was just like a like a hair? A helmet. Yeah, like a helmet. That's, like, that's Isn't that the they... name of the guy that dances disco at the, at the garden when they win in Boston? Oh no, uh, that's a uh, Gino. Gino, okay. That yeah. I gotta yeah. say, that was a great <laughs> that's cool. bit. That's great. Okay. That was a great yeah. bit. I hate. I, they still do it, but it's great. They still yeah. do that. Uh, the Sixers still do their one, two, three, seventy Sixers. Yeah. I like that. I, Cavs, Cavs need to get that. Back. You know what I think is what you guys more understand than we do. Carlisle's been there thirteen years. Yeah, that's a long time. And they haven't advanced past the first round of the playoffs uh, since since they won it. Yeah. Since they won it all. 
And there's only uh, five other teams, I think, and it's like the joke teams of the league, the uh, Sacramento, Detroit, Orlando, you know, Charlotte. The teams, everybody has advanced since then. Yeah, once, right. And those teams have had an average of five different coaches during that time. (laughs) So to have just the same coach throughout that whole time, I just think Dallas isn't used to turmoil that the rest of the NBA. I mean, Donnie Nelson's been the GM for 24 years. That's amazing. And how much do you think of is Carlisle just that uh, he's still living off the championship, that they just, they're just going to let him go as long as he wants because of that? That's, that's what we kept thinking, that they were going to let him go. And again, I, I, thought, I thought Carlisle, really, I thought Cuban wanted him gone. I, the fact that you say it blindsided Cuban surprises me. But also I think in the, in the Western Conference, the, the Mavericks, and I, 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 don't, I don't know this from the top of my head, but they always run into these really difficult matches in the first round. If, if yeah, you, if you go back, getting the Clippers I mean, the last two years yeah. doesn't help. Yeah, right. It does, no, it doesn't. You're real tight with the. You should see. You should be getting all this stuff because you're super tight with the Mavs play by play, Spanish play by play. You should be getting this, man. You guys are tight. He might. He might file another complaint about. <laughs> hey, can I say that I like? I love mm-hmm. wine and gold radio. Wine and gold. Wine and gold radio. You like the polka? I, or I've like listened that? to everyone. I I wanted the polka to be played a little more. Yeah, I think me it, too. It got tiny bit of run and then just got shelved. The wolf benched it like I, right I, away. I did. I and uh, the the one episode you were saying I'm going to sing the national anthem. Yes. The Canadian national anthem. You sang a little of it, but I don't think you ever followed up and sang the full thing. I'm I'm ready. I actually I actually uh, got. We had uh. We have the czar of the charge, which is our, our, our G League affiliate, who okay. just announced last couple of weeks that they're moving to Cleveland to play at the Wolstein Center here mm-hmm. at the at the at what is it? Concrete U. That's yeah. your last episode, yes. right? Yes. Concrete State and they University. Actually hit the, I actually think that I could take that opportunity and go on, the, on a G League level and sing the the O Canada there, so then I can be ready for the Rock and Roll. There's no. Fieldhouse. There's no. Uh, well. Yeah, I guess Toronto. Is there a Canadian? Toronto, Toronto, yeah, Toronto, yeah, Toronto 905. 905 or yeah, 905. Yeah. I support <laughs> you just, fully. I do Thank too. You. And, Thank and, you, and, and you did a good job with and it. And I, I offer mean, another idea the other day on Caps HQ. You, need, you don't need John Michael listen, there feeding your lines, do you? Listen to this. In, on Caps HQ, the TV show that, that John Michael and, and I do, and by the way, congrats to John Michael. He yes. won an Emmy for play by best play-by-play regional yes. Emmy. And, uh, and you guys were nominated. Yeah, but we lost, was, to, we lost to pandemic in the Hoosier land. You did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I see that now. We were in the I wrong, wanna see that documentary. We were in now. the wrong category. We were against pandemic in the in the in the Hoosier land and riot reporting from like somewhere else <laughs> here in, in the in the lower lakes area. It was like Jeff- and then it's and then he's, John and I interviewing dog face the dude the skateboard <laughs> drinking the, the the ocean spray. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> you guys are interviewing the dude on the ocean spray commercial. Yeah. <laughs> And they're doing the pandemic. Yeah, like, no wonder that, was, that was like being yeah, like Jethro Tull and heavy metal. But listen to this. I mean, you might, you might, you might jump on board. I actually threw you in there. I want to win. We, we were Emmy. talking to Michael Stroski, who is the the chairman of of the monsters, the monsters and, yeah, yeah. and and the charge. We were talking about the, the whole process of the charge coming here and mm-hmm. everything that we're going to continue doing in the city of Canton and everything else. And I offered the idea for when Toronto comes, I sing O Canada. <laughs> Yes, and John Michael and yourself on the piano, and Jones on the bass <laughs> doing the Star Spangled Banner, huh? That would be a hit. Well, let me ask you this: If I'm gonna do it on the piano, should I go right into it? No, you or should. should no, I- you know- <laughs> 
do you, like, do you know this? I, you said you listened. Do you know the story about Jones in the national anthem? Yeah, yeah, I heard him. Okay, yeah. In that, in well, the- I told him before when he played, I said, don't go straight into, oh, no, no, no. Like, do a little intro, right? But I didn't say to him, do I now want to have intro. <laughs> so Jones gets up there for the national anthem, and he's playing this. He's going, boom, boom. And we're like, what's going on Everybody's waiting, like, wait, what anthem is that? So it went, like, it had to be 20 seconds of just freestyle. And it gets done, everybody's like... No one, you know, no one said anything to Jones because, you know, he'd squash you. He's Jones. He's Jones. <laughs> but afterwards, Ralph was like, yeah, man, I told him. I said, don't go right into it. <laughs> Rip for a John, while. Like John Michael was saying, worst advice. Yeah, he's like, that's the worst advice you could give him. <laughs> but I, I'm going to sing O Canada either at Rock and Morgan's Fieldhouse or at the Woolston Center. And you think no we should accompany what. you? Okay. I think you guys should do the, the Star Spangled Banner. Joe Michael plays the piano. You do as well. And he, the I mean, he probably plays the piano. I don't and play I'm it. Sure, I, I'm sure we can get a singer somewhere. I don't like the. I, I don't like I try to pl- sing the National <laughs> the Star Spangled Banner because there's a lot of words in there that I don't know what they. I don't use. I don't know use. what they mean. Ramparts. I mean, or or whatever. Can you sing O Canada in Spanish? <laughs> or, no. Oh. Or or or. <laughs> So no, I I know I can do O Canada in English and in French. Can you sing the Salvadorian? Yes, national anthem. But it's really long. But do I you can speak French it. or you could just sing that? No, I got just one I can just song. sing it. And then I can also do the the the, the pledge of allegiance for the Salvadorian flag. But it's really long too. I used to do those for the. I don't know, even know if I could do the pledge of allegiance for our flag. You know, he back back home and most Latin American countries. Independence Day is a very patriotic holiday. It's mm. not about hot dogs and burgers and who eats the more hot dogs and and and, and that's disgusting, and by the way. It, it's it's about the, the the symbols of the of the of the of the of the of the, of the nation and and everybody does like they do a nice march and everything. Nice. So and you do the pledge of allegiance and at school level we have we have like acts for that. So I used to do that back in school in El Salvador. In El Salvador, yeah. No, no, I don't recommend the you eating do. contest. Back to just back now. That's not. That. That's not. A, we don't know any. Not of that. that you don't do. I don't know. You guys don't do it. No one should do that. That's not a sport or anything. Anyone should watch. I think it takes away from what the holiday is. I think it's it's disgusting. Period, man. <laughs> it is. And the only good thing about it is dip, Coney where they dip a hot dog in water. Yeah. No, it's wrong. Yeah, it's, it's, it's. I think. It, I think. It, I think it ruins. The purity of the not that there should be purity to an eating contest, but you should have to eat hot but dogs, think, man. I not soaked hot dog. It's the risk and reward at the same time of what people think is entertainment. I guess. I mean, but that so that's, that's the steroids of, of the eating industry to you. It's that's well the, yeah, the spider tack. What when they dip them? Spider tack is the, uh, the the way the pitchers are cheating nowadays. Yeah, I, yeah. When you dip yes. the yeah, you're dip saying the, water. The, the dipping the water is right. I mean, no, that's, that's just the level too far. It's it, it's all disgusting. And it's also, all, you're a purist. And also, it's not right. <laughs> right, it's not right. When I they miss just the old it. days when guys used to shove fifty men, hot dogs. Wait right, a minute, man. But they also, I don't like it when they just do the hot dog and then the bun. Eat a freaking hot dog, right? Like with bite the bun and the and so the. So what do they do? Like they they d- do the sausage part first, and then they do no. the, they do yeah, the bread. No, no, no. But competitive. That's like the, the shift. Just com- yeah, you know, <laughs> right, right. It's, it's just it's, taking away the the integrity of the game. Yeah, I I I just don't like it. So, 
Anyway, I don't like to see that. Should we get back to the Cavs lottery? Yes. <laughs> Who are we uh, the number three pick. Number three pick is not bad. Uh, there's some names out there. You know, I mean that. Uh, you, know, you know what would be nice that you like that I don't like that you, that I like that you don't like. Who do so, I like that you don't like? Uh, I don't know. That's true. I don't. There's nobody. I don't know. You, I, I I think I don't want to say who you don't like because if we draft them, then I, well, no, it's not that I don't like. They'll I, hate you. I the only I, I tell you what, if we get Jalen Suggs, we can play him like Cole from the UCLA beating. Who do they beat? No, oh Gonzaga yeah, Gonzaga beating UCLA. Yeah, I, I have that call this year. That, that would be oh, the that's only, right. That would be the only good thing about about See? doing that. That that's right. I forgot you made that call. Yeah, that was a great call. Another great one. No, you told me you don't like Kispert. That's the one I, I. That's the one I don't like, and I think it, now that we're at three, there's no you don't chance. Have to worry about. I don't it, like. Then. You know, I mean, again, I don't like a pure three-point shooter. I Larry Bird was a three-point shooter, and no, uh, Larry Bird was everything. Yeah. Although I thought about this, and I thought about this. What if you said Cal Corver, who hit, I think, the third most three-pointers of all time, if you had drafted drafted him number nine overall that year, and kept him, would that have been a worthwhile pick? Give us a call. Discuss. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say Larry Bird was a three-point shooter? Yeah. Is that what your your argument was? You know the most three-pointers Larry Bird ever made in a season? I have no idea, but... 82. Yeah, but back in the day, you... He you... averaged one a game. Yeah, but back in the day... back in those... I'm just saying, I know. It's crazy, but, though. But we grew up thinking, oh my gosh, the preeminent three-point shooter of our generation yeah. was Larry Bird. If anyone averaged, you know, whose whose record was Steph breaking? Well, it wasn't Larry Bird. Yeah, Brook Lopez average is better. That's a better average. But I mean, than his, his, right. At his best, at his peak, he averaged making one a game. And what was his Isn't most? Isn't that amazing? What, what was? Yeah, that is. What was his most in one season? 82? Yeah. I would love to look at the list of NBA players right now and see... Who made, who hit who, more than eighty two? Yeah, who took he took eighty two or made eighty two? Made eighty two. Still, I mean, yeah. Either That's way, ridiculous. I would love to know because um, again, it's probably there's there are centers that probably have made eighty two. That is but, a, that is such a good angle to look at how the game has changed. It's it's amazing. But you know? I I I have a a coworker I work with who is a high school basketball player, and he said. He uh, watches. Wait a minute, you old, work with a high school age kid. He he used to be a high school basketball oh, okay. player a long time ago, <laughs> and he said when he was you know he's six four, so that was tall for his high school team, and he watches video of himself and he would always shoot one step inside the three point line, because if he shot a three, his coach would yell at him. Because he's a big man, he shouldn't be shooting from that far out. Uh, so he would step one foot inside and shoot that. The most inefficient shot in the NBA. Right, and now you would get corrected you, you, for that. Right. Right, I mean, they, they don't want you shooting. Well, now you either take it to the hoop or get Yeah, I, I, I personally, I don't like it. I mean, I, I don't like the three-point. It's so prevalent. But I, just, I'll just be honest. I, do, I just think it's incredible that it changed, but no rules changed. The rule did change in what 1970 something. That shocks me. So who, who made I, the first? Who made the first ever three point shot in the NBA? Another Celtic. Um, he ended up coaching the team. I'm going to say Chris Ford. Yeah, yeah. I remember he was like a specialist, <laughs> and he probably tried three again. He said, wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. It's too much. It's too too much three, and I think guys settle. For three, too much. All the- I think that 
the three-point shot, look at Utah, for example. Mm -hmm. You literally, that is the best way to, the three-point shot is the best way to, to, to describe that cliche or you live and die exactly. with the three. Exactly. Because that when you, I don't mind, I don't mind it, but I don't like it when that is your only or your first option. Because it just. Well, I guess, yes. And I, and I also don't think it has to be every NBA's identity, every NBA team's identity. If, if that's your identity, if you're good at it, you do it. But if not, if you don't. Can you win just shooting through, shooting twos, though? I guess not. I'm sure the analytical guys, you know. Uh, Let's talk to Rob. What's his name? What's, what's his guy? Haralabob. Oh, Haralabob. <laughs> what's his last name? Vulgaris. 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 Oh, I love that name. Yeah. I wish that was my name. Haralabob. So, yeah, I mean, but the three-pointer is now prevalent. So, either way, the Cavs intend to get better last year. They last couple of years, they've kind of fitted poorly in that. Uh, again, number three pick should be a real nice pick. Number five, we got last year Isaac Okoro made the uh, all-rookie second team, which mm -hmm. I, and I well-deserved. Uh, I love that kid. I think he's uh, got a great head on his shoulders. He's got an NBA body. His, they described his offense as being behind, but I don't think it is. So I'm uh, I'm on board with that kid. I'm just curious to see what we do. I know we're gonna get a good player. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. So I'm I'm just looking forward to I'm and looking forward to breaking down film, Rafa. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna break down film now for the next month. Um, but uh, we'll be with you throughout uh, the draft process on Wine and Gold Radio. Uh, I want to thank Dan McDowell. Are we done? I think we're done. Yeah, Let's no, not wow. be done. I got a couple things I want yeah, to bring up. Oh, just okay. because I've listened hey. to every episode. Hey, hey, hey. If you guys want to keep going, let's go. But just a couple things. You, weren't you going to – what happened I, to the Corey I, Kluber I could story? Go all night. I do have a Corey Kluber story, oh. but I have a general uh, just sports talk question for you, and okay. it has to do with the NBA and Am see I gonna, if you guys agree with me. Is it going to get me in trouble? Or? No. Okay. So I just want to see if you guys agree with me. <laughs> like the Russian dwarfs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to. I want. I'm going to have them on Casa Is, Q, this, by the is way. this is this question about Russian dwarves? No, it has to do with the NBA schedule. I thought when the pandemic hit and everything was up in the air, and then everything came back at the same time, it was real. Obviously, that was really weird. But I thought here's a great opportunity because I think the schedule sucks, just as far as the sports schedule in general. I think it. I don't like the NHL finals and and the NBA finals kind of being at the same time or the playoffs at the same time, and it was. It's kind of cool if it would have its own area. The NBA, in fact, last year had its own month, did it not? It, yeah, I think there was anyway, over, well, there was overlap last year too. It, it just feels. It just feels to me that I liked the NBA starting a little later this year. And it seems that all these sports are just saying, ah, we're going to go back to the way it used to be. Because, let's be honest, we don't need eight months of baseball by itself or however many we get. We get too much base. That's all there is. Mm -hmm. And then in the winter, football pretty much can carry itself. It doesn't really need any uh, helpers uh, to it. Uh, but it sucks if there's a football game, a basketball game, and a baseball game, or and a hockey game the same night. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the problem is also that football is starting to be played every freaking day of the week. Because I don't think I don't see why there should be a problem with this Sunday. Well, when you're number one, you people just kind of work took, around. They already, yeah, took, yeah, right. and I, I, they already took Sunday from Jesus, 
And now they're going to take in Thursday and Monday, and now they're going to play some Saturdays. Why do you have to pit Jesus against the NFL? Well, they Jesus owns the all NFL. the days. They always, really. right. it, every they day. always say NFL stole Sunday from Jesus. Every day is Jesus Day, Rafa. Except Sunday. <laughs> Except for the NFL. <laughs> so have you guys thought that at all as far as working with the NBA? Would you like the schedule? You know, it, it feels like the NBA could easily be a summer sport. Uh, they, and, But I do know they love the Christmas Day thing. So I was thinking, why not Christmas Day as your opening day every year? You know, I mean, I, I think that that's a. I think that that's been floated before, and I think I think it was floated I, down. Right. I I think as that, that opening day. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how far up it got as far as it was uh, thought of. I but think. I know people well, love players. Lo- people like, love no, that no, idea. We want our summers too. The players wanted the summer off. Well, I mean, again, you could still you could still start then. Do a seventy-two game schedule, which I don't think they'd ever want to get into, and maybe just make it go a little longer than it did. I think that, to Dan's point, as far as like an official thing, is that they don't want to really compete with the NFL. Nobody, nobody does, does right? But then again, you only comp- if if it was only Sunday and Monday night one game, then you have the rest of the week to play your games. Well, if your early season is just competing with the NFL playoffs. Yeah, I mean you're not going to win there, right? Um, but the early. But again, if we start, we start in Halloween is usually a pretty close. October nineteenth is next opening night. Okay, so yeah, so a little earlier, but right, right there, you're the NFL season's probably only a month in. So now you're competing with the NFL for the next. Right, too much. Too so much. So I'm just saying, bump it up two months. And I end would, it two months later. I would like and that. So think, June, right? July, end it in August. I would like that because I will have all Ooh. those. Football you don't like season. that? Man, that, right now, I love that, the that fact kills. that our season is over either in May You're, or in June, right? Depending on how far you make it. You love it because you want your summer. Yes. Exactly. But I would love it because I would be able to work the NFL season without having to worry about any conflicts with the basketball. And I just, then the yeah. NBA wouldn't go up against the bas- or the NFL, and you don't want to go up against the NFL. I just think the NBA would do very well going up against baseball. I think it would do great going against baseball. I, I can barely watch baseball. I think anybody will do well. Right Speaking now. of baseball, you're a big Yankees fan. Yes. And Dan is a big Rangers fan. I was just telling him earlier about this Corey Kluber uh, thing that happened because I don't know if you knew. So yeah. Corey Kluber's on the Yankees on, now. Uh-huh. He was on the Indians. He was on the Indians, and then he went, but went with the Rangers. No, He was with the Rangers for one year. And the Rangers, he was their opening day starter. Okay. Are you familiar with that? No. Okay. Um, They're a pretty bad team. They're in severe rebuilding mode right now. Yeah. uh, They've been rebuilding for like 20 seasons. Go ahead. Right. So uh, he was their opening day starter, pitched Uh one inning, got injured. Uh, And then that was it for his whole season. That was it for his Rangers career. He pitched one inning for the Rangers. And didn't – didn't he no hit them? Well, so then he came. So then the pandemic happened. Uh-huh. That was the one inning he pitched was during the pandemic. They had no fans last year. They have a brand new ballpark, which opened at the same. Their old ballpark opened the same time Jacobs Field opened. Oh, wow. But they already got a new ballpark because they can bilk the money out of the uh, taxpayers. That's another story. So, mm-hmm. so there were no fans last year. But Corey Kluber was kind of like. The guy he was—they were going into the season with a lot of hopes on yeah. Corey Kluber. Cy Young, I mean, and then he got injured, pitched one inning. So they were supposed to have a Corey Kluber bobblehead night, 
And in fact, they had 10,000 Corey Kluber bobbleheads. So they kept them and said, thought, said to themselves, if he comes back in town, we're going to give those away and to the ga- a game he pitches. So he was scheduled to pitch one night a month ago or, or so. He got hurt. Uh, no, he didn't get hurt. He, uh, they had Corey Kluber bobblehead night against the Rangers. But So the opposing starting pitcher, you can get a bobblehead of him. And he no-hit the Rangers that night. <laughs> That's why people hate the Yankees, man. Why? They're not doing that, well. Because that kind of stuff happens to them. They're not doing well right now. <clears throat> yeah, but they'll be there at the end. I work. believe since – uh, I saw this stat today. Since May 3rd – or wait, since uh, – Ju- I can't remember the date. But the Arizona Diamondbacks compared to the Yankees – the Yankees have more triple plays than Arizona had wins. Oh, wow. Yeah. They had three of them wow. this year. Yeah. What? They had three yeah. triple plays. They actually finished a game with a triple play. They had play a walk-off triple play yeah. the other day. The Yankees did? The Yankees, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. They three, had three, three triple, triple plays. plays in one year. That is, that is insane. And then were they all round the horn triple plays or were they weird triple plays? Well, now you're asking me now too much. Now you're like getting to like, who you think you're talking to, Bolster Old? Too deep. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go through the, was it four, six, three? Yeah. <laughs> They've had three, eight. I remember yeah. the Rangers during the, during the Yankees, you know, in the 90s, when the Rangers had this major power, offensive power, but they, they was, the offense would score 14 round, runs, but the, the pitching would give up 15 all the time. The Rangers? Yeah. Yeah. And they always they always play the Yankees in the playoff for some reason. And I believe they never won a game. Yeah, they were swept each uh, time, yeah. like three times. Three times, yes. Yeah. Do you, do you have a um, a suggestion for the for the guys across the street? On I, I heard they have like a five hundred, a list of five hundred possible names for the Indians. For the you Indians? know which one I I don't even know if this one has been th- I I've heard it thrown out at one point, but uh, have have they discussed blue socks at all? I think I've heard that. That would be so bad. I I don't know if I think it's that bad. I thought we're... I don't mind it. It's going to be the spiders, right? That's the one I like. I like that one. Is that the way? Is that what they used to be? That can't offend anyone ever. Right. What's the relationship That's really the best way to go from now on. What's the relationship between Cleveland... And spiders? And spiders. I think they used to be the spiders. I know, but what's the relationship? Like, where did that come from? Well, I don't know. I mean, they... (laughs) Like I, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if this is a thing, but if you're close to the lake, you have a lot of big spiders at your house. Really? That is the truth. I mean, that is because but they were think... first the spiders. They were also called the forest cities. That's terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. I think they should call it the tribe. And no, I know, no, I know, because they won't do and that. I know if you're going to get away from it, that's you got to get saying. away from it completely. They don't want to do a half measure. They yeah. wanted. They want to do a clean break. You don't like blue socks at all. How many freaking socks are you gonna have in the in the in the league? Well, that way you have red, white, and blue socks. Ooh, they don't even wear ah, America. They're not even America. America's they're, team. They're not even the socks. What do you got against America, dude? Color. I I I spent one day. I I used to have seats on the second row above first base, on a Yankee old Yankee Stadium, and Mo Vaughn was first base for the for the Red Sox, and I kept the whole nine innings. <laughs> I kept going, "Hey Mo, yo Mo, Mo." And finally, like on the seventh inning, he came over to me and said, you know, why? And I said, dude, how come you're the Red Sox and you don't have red socks? Because what are those things called? Those little stripes? 
Yeah, oh, derps. Yeah. yeah, that's what it's red. The, the, what, the socks are white. Yeah, there you go. Well, and I, they may have used to be red. You got bo- nineteen. You, you got Mo Vaughn's attention, and that, yeah. that's what that's you wasted. Like, that's what you wasted his <laughs> <Yeah>. time with. <laughs> Did he have a well thought out answer? Yeah, yeah. He just he just waved at me like you know, gave me a four letter word. Did, yeah. you, did you know the Rangers' name is slightly controversial, but it never has picked up steam. Uh, in the name changing frenzy, it has been uh, pointed out that the Texas Rangers were a group of law enforcement. Mm, a I local have, and I think the Forty Niners. The Forty Niners were the people that went went to California looking for gold and the, like. Yeah, but I think I know where Dan's going with this. Their one of their main uh, duties were to round up uh, escaped slaves and yeah. bring them back. Yeah, and uh, they weren't really nice about it. They were the Forty Niners weren't either. Apparently, pretty pretty brutal. Yeah, to but the, uh, that's two different things. Yeah, but they went. They they actually abused people. One's a gold prospector. No, but they, what they did. <laughs> One's a severe racist. What they did to call. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up for you to see what they did. But it wasn't nice what the 49ers did. Well, but you know, a lot of people weren't either. nice back then. I've learned that. <laughs> really, really. I'm, as far as the Indians go, the best really the best thing to do is to name it. If you're gonna have a sports team, name it a, a, an animal. Name it an animal at this point. Is the name Indians? Controversial. Obviously, yes. the logo was. You know, I mean, they're like Yahoo Sports, uh, and if I'm not mistaken, one of their play-by-play guys won't call them the Indians anymore. They call them Cleveland or the Tribe. I just like, again, I know just Yah- referring Yahoo to any group sports, of people is is the thing, right? Well, they they don't like it's they're Native Americans. Yeah, that's so. That's that's true. They're misnamed yeah. from the beginning, right? So I, I I'm I'm all Whole- really I'm. Whole indigenous societies were attacked and pushed off their lands by the gold seekers called 49ers. And they are proud to be called themselves 49ers. And no one, See, I don't, I, no no one, one was has, nice to the indigenous. Think, do you think yeah. they went up there with their picks and yeah. <laughs> chased them off the land? Yeah. That, but I'm saying, I think you're right. Everybody should go. If it offends somebody, it is offensive. It. That's what I say. Exactly. Period. Don't ask for any more reasons or, or try to find. Exactly. Don't. Fight it just and, it, and in the case of the Indians, it they, it is a, a big beef that needs to be needs to, you know they right. need to do something about it. Yeah, but the spiders, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's cool. I kind of like spiders. The, yeah, I've seen the logo. I kind of yeah, like just it. like the idea of that. Yeah. Yeah. Same colors. You think? I think if you're going to go with spiders. Maybe change colors. Black and red. That feels like spider. Well, that's Ooh, well, it's Black Widow kind of. Spider. Would they have to redo Major League? Do you have to use the Spider Man colors? Now is Spider Man your logo? Yeah, no, no, because yeah. then you gotta pay the better, gotta pay, the, yeah, gotta right. pay Marvel. Yeah. yeah, so no, but I mean, I like spiders, but I, I like I said, I kind of like blue socks, so that was cool. Because then you can kind of go blues, like that'd be the nickname, the blues. I I haven't even heard anyone mention that, and now you're saying like that's a, a, well, now fin- you're a finalist. It. I'm gonna get the ball rolling right here. That's where it starts. You'll be like, socks. oh, I remember when Joe was talking about that. <laughs> you know, Joe, the uh, <laughs> that advertising executive who. <laughs> Now, would it he be possible? With- I, I I think I don't know if this is correct, but I believe Pittsburgh is the only city that the three major league teams wear the same colors. Mm-hmm. I love that. I do too. That is awesome. I think. Yeah. Me too. Do you ever think Cavaliers will be offensive? I mean, they were dudes who ran around with swords, stabbing people, basically. They <laughs> <laughs> did. They got in a fight. They- Vikings, same thing. Right. P- pillaging and plundering. Yeah. So I mean, really, you should maybe almost. But start- it- 
they have to were they stabbing a certain group of people? That's or they 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 were kind of stabbing everybody. So Ooh, no Cavaliers. Cool. See, that's the thing about Cavaliers. Probably not. Only enemies. Only people that offended them. Yeah. Somebody slap you with a glove, and you're like, all right, I got a sword. So I think that's probably how that started. <laughs> yeah. And some dude with a gun. Over to right, right, right. And then the Cavs were just. That's not good. Yeah. So. Anyway, okay, are you done with all your stuff? Did you get everything out, out of the way? I think so. I just wanted to ask you that question. That The uh, NBA schedule question fell quite don't mess, flat. Don't mess with I don't summer. think it did. I thought that would be something I'd bring up, and you guys would be like, oh, this is great. Let's no. talk about it. Let's, <laughs> let's take a break, let's and we're going to carry this over. <laughs> this is really, really good. Let's, take, gonna... some, let's take some calls yes. out of this. Don't mess with my summer. I've, well, I've, I've had two. See, that's I, very selfish of you. Well, have you, and I'm you've sad. listened to the show. You know how Rafa I'm sad. <laughs> I love Rafa. Rafa is a star. My, my brother sent an email today saying that uh, I got I got to tell you the right story because he my brother is very political and we we share different sides of the spectrum. Really? Yes. Interesting. And uh, he sent an, an Where's he live? He lives in California. Ah, uh, 49er. Uh No, he doesn't like anything that has to do with sports. But he sent something that Galileo was used to say that the earth rotates around its axis, right? Right. And the, and the church kind of like banned him and say that he was wrong because according to the, the Bible, the world, you know, it doesn't rotate around its axis, but it's around God. The supreme. Yeah, the sun, everything rotates around, around the yeah. earth. Not so the I, said, I said to him, <laughs> I didn't want to get into the conversation, so I said, they're both wrong. The world rotates around me. End <laughs> 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 <And> of <the> conversation. <laughs> You're the black sheep of your family. I like to call myself more like a psychedelic sheep. <laughs> <laughs> you get different texts from your family than I do. Yeah? No one is texting me about Galileo and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you've shown me some of your texts with your brother. You guys go at it pretty good. We do. But it's not all the time. It's every now and then he'll send me a text and I'm in the mood of answering and yeah. getting in the back and forth. And and you were also a provocateur, so you're always poking the bear. Always, always poking the bear. Yeah, especially with him. I've been all my life. Yeah. Been, like kind of poking. Yeah. But I'm, you know, I, Joe G and I had conversations around politics and very early in our relationship, sitting next to each other on the on the team plane, we kind of decided that we were just going to converse about politics and not try to convince each other right. on, on, on either one. So we actually have good, decent conversation. Yeah. With my brother, I can't because he, I'm yeah. wrong and he's right. Or, <laughs> and, and, you know. I, and your brothers, too. So there's that, there, there's that yeah. element. So. And then you get to a point where I just got to say something just to piss him off. Mm -hmm. and, and that's. Yeah, so. and you never do that to me. So, <laughs> hey, uh, before we go, um, we got to talk a little basketball, just real quick. Uh, playoff predictions. We're into the final four now. So, what do you? Who do you guys like? Do you guys like this? What? The fact that we don't know. I love it. This feels like the NFL. I love it. I'm rooting for T. Lou and the Clippers. I, I don't care. I am rooting for whatever team comes out of the East at this point. Really? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Why? Uh, I don't really love the Clippers, and I dislike the Suns quite a bit. I dislike them. Other than Champ, who did a great job, and, yeah. I, and I have to say I predicted that, that he would one day win it because he's excellent. You know what I got to get for you for, mm. for to we can play here on the show? My audio of one of the times that 
the Giannis that we were playing the box, and I spent basically the whole <laughs> night talking about Giannis every time he went out to the free throw line, and how it took him so long. I literally counted on the air. Yeah. Not only how long it took him, but I also counted the fact that he never does the same thing. He doesn't have a routine when he goes to the free throw line. Yeah. Sometimes he bounces the ball ten times. Sometimes he bounces it eight times. Sometimes he bounces it six times. It's it just it's crazy. I think he's screwing himself up to be at this point. It just. It, you want to know the worst free throw bit going? It's developed over years, but it's uh, it's giving high five to everybody uh, after you miss. miss. Yes. Yeah. That's you bad shouldn't bit. do that. Right, and I, the other teammates should not say no. You got to make one to no. get a high five from me, bro. <laughs> but then you're, and, you're then and, hear his feelings. And they high five not only the two guys in the lane, yeah, but they go behind. Yeah, they go back and yeah. the, right, every yeah. time, <laughs> it, yeah, every it's, miss. It's too much. Maybe it's it, that adds to like all the things you have to think about. Man, I got yeah. Now I got to touch everybody's hand. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but I, 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 first first pick is Tilu because I I love Tilu. I don't you know he he. The, the dude. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, you know, champ on the other side. So you you'd, 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 you want both Western Conference teams? Yeah. I don't. I think the two Eastern teams are just. See, I like Nick McMillan. I like, you know what I like about the Hawks? I like that they went back to their normal colors. They have nice Hawks uniforms now, and I like that. And I like Trey Young. He's good. He's fuzzy. Trey Young's fun. Giannis is fun. Only that. Giannis is fun. And Milwaukee is like Cleveland. Exactly. Don't you want to give something to those poor people? They get right. I can't stand him. No. <laughs> that's, what he's, that's his answer. No, I can't stand him. It's, it's, it's just like That's Cleveland. how he feels about this. The Milwaukee fan is exactly like Cleveland. No, it's downtrodden. Right. Yes, he is. You know, can I, can I bring another thing? You just, I'm glad you mentioned fans. Now that the, we look, we've seen the playoff and the fans are back. Mm-hmm. And it's great. I know some people are acting like they've never been outside, but I don't think it has anything to do with, with the pandemic or anything. It's just that's for another show. There's a lot of things that I miss, like the fans, the the you know the Phoenix in four guys. Kind of, I was telling him about yeah. that. Right, <laughs> is, it, is it a bit where Phoenix fans beat I up? I just on didn't. I I just realized I I also did not miss all the other side stuff, like that dude that takes his shirt off and throws it into. <laughs> That guy's your, your nemesis. Your friend, what's his name? <laughs> the, I don't know. What, have you've you seen you know him in NBA? He, he goes to NBA games during the playoffs and. It's supposed to be like he's a guy in the in the stands, but he's really a setup. Oh yeah, yeah. And he runs up and down the the, the hate setup. I hate the setup. Bit. I hate it. Rafa not, hates him. It's, not only it's that, not only that, not only you hate setup. It's like you hate the fact that the guy you see him on Saturday in Phoenix, and then on Sunday in Los Angeles, like cheering up the the, the, right. same, the crowd. It's like dude. Right. The only good setup bit is. Um, when like kiss cam? so-and-so, no, 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 it'll be so-and-so, uh, well, there's a good kiss cam bit, but when they'll, it'll be like Domino's is sponsoring or Pizza Hut or somebody sponsoring a uh, seat giveaway. And we're, we're, those are good. We- so it's somebody from the 300 level gets, you know, courtside or gets uh, right. on the glass at a hockey game. And so the Dallas Stars would do this. Uh, so the, the Stars are playing the Red Wings. Um, so now they, they show the people, they show that, now they're going, and you see these Stars fans walking down, and then you see the uh, two people in the seats are wearing Red Wings jerseys, and they kick them out, and they, they <laughs> put the Stars fan. You know, so yeah, that's the only well. funny setup. I love the kiss cam setup. So they like the the guy doesn't want to kiss her because he's drinking his beer, so she turns around and kisses the guy. Yeah, the guy yeah, on the yeah. Other I, side. I love that stuff. 
You or when they put it on Dan, two, when they put it on two players at the end. Yeah, the last <laughs> kiss cam. But they don't do that anymore. That's not allowed. That's been, really. Uh, I don't want to say not allowed, but that's been that is a no no. They did that with the stars and uh, a very memorable one years ago. Bill Guerin, who is now the GM of uh, the the Minnesota Wild GM, but he did a weekly show with us, and he he was on the stars and they the last. They put uh, the the kiss cam went to all the fans and we're yelling and mm-hmm. they put on a couple old people and everybody loves to see old people kiss. Yep. Like, oh yeah. man, look, old people still kiss. <laughs> and then uh, they put it on Garen sitting next to Mike Madano, and uh, he reached over and gave him a kiss on the lips. See, that's, that's <laughs> and the great. place went nuts. Yeah, but I'm telling you now that is maybe it was on the cheek. That's kind of awesome. Might not have been lips, but that is uh, that's a no no now. Why putting uh, because. It implies, to, yes. it implies. It implies that uh, they're gay that, and there's something wrong with that. And precisely, okay. yeah. precisely, that's what it is. It's it's it makes it uh, that that's. Well, maybe the Raiders have changed I, that. Yeah. I love it when they. I love it when they have the guy with his arm around the girl, and he sees he's in Humongo Throne, and he takes the hand. Away. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> oh damn! Yeah, <laughs> you know Dan was actually a part of. You've probably seen him because you've done a million games in Dallas. Dan was part of the what do they call it? The Maz Maniacs. You've seen these guys, the big – this is back when well, – now you're kind of a skinny guy, but back when the, the Mavs Maniacs, they were the I lost overweight the guys. Yeah, they're very fat. Did you ever see them? No. At the Mavs. Not the dudes that come here and dance disco. Uh, we, 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 we kind of uh, co-opted that bit, but I think the original were the Mavs Maniacs and who they still have, and they're a bunch of overweight dudes that kind of can dance, and they really are good too. Yeah, they, they train with the uh, – the dance, the the, the regular Chicago. dance team would uh, her, the leader of that dance team would train them, and yeah. I did that for two weeks to train for a dance, because I lost a bet and I got to dance with the maniacs. It's probably harder than you think, right? It's incredibly hard for yeah. me too. I yeah. can't dance. <laughs> Look at me. I love it. See, like I'm John Michael. Do you do the dancing grannies? Yes. Yes. Do you guys do. have that? Or? Yeah. No, we have. We have that. We have. We have all. We have. Yeah. We do one here. One. I think it, the Mavs Maniacs could, might have been the first, though. That's what I think they the were league. too. But I mean, we yeah. do. Uh, we do we, fat one hit. One hit wonder rappers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are halftime acts. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, uh, one of our guys, uh, our other partner, John Michael, does. Like, I love that he doesn't pay attention to any halftime. I know. Acts. He can go the whole season. I, I, my no, air, I, my on-air partner, Jake, does the Mavs post-game show, yeah. too. And every every game, after the next day, he would grade the halftime show. That's so excellent. he's a he's a halftime show connoisseur. That's excellent. See, I would like I would like to talk to him. You should book him. him, yeah. I would like to talk to him my and, and see is, what his top three or five are. My father is bothered by the fact that they don't show the halftime act on TV. I, I said, Dad, they gotta pay the bills. They gotta, you know, they gotta do commercials. He's like, no, but they should show. That's not. A, show. That's not a bad idea. It's not. They should show the halftime show. Yeah. The only thing is, it. it the only thing is, it loses. It loses something in translation. It does. How? Uh, I don't know. I think. Uh, it does. I think if you do like, uh, like, uh, is the quick change not the well, not what it could uh, be? One of the quick change people died. Pass. Yeah. yeah. Mm. The guy. Yeah. But like uh, Steve Max, who does the uh, moment um, of silence. Uh, yeah, let's do a moment of silence for quick change. I changed already. Well, well deserved. Yeah, um, like Steve Max, uh, who does the Simon Says. Yeah, but he's excellent. But again, I, I don't know if that would. Uh, 
Yeah, but that's well, plus nice. when yeah, they bring like, in the high school band right, or they, something. They I, I really, see, show. now I really want to hear Jake's uh, like list because I mean he does the old that guy, the old guy that gets on the chairs. I like that guy. Yes, gets real. Uh, I up forget high. his name. I, yeah. I don't know. My Who's favorite? the most favorite Red, uh, red Panda. No, red. Come on, man. <laughs> She's <laughs> the most famous. Though. Come on. She's She's very famous. I think. Rafa doesn't like her. No, I don't. Well, the song is it, like is it, it the song a, that you hate? She just needs an update. <laughs> she does. She does. My favorite, personal favorite, is the uh, the firecrackers, the girl with the jump rope. Oh, the jump rope. Yeah, you know, and I'll tell you why I like it. First of all, people go nuts, and I think they go nuts because when they come out, you think, oh, here's these girls from like Westlake High or from like Lorraine Catholic or something. You just you think they're just girls from like local. And then they, they do all that out. crazy right, that jump rope stuff, and it blows your mind. And uh, My favorite is Christian and Scooby because he's a friend of mine. So. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I've got my favorite and it, the worst. It, it makes me laugh that he was sitting next to you when Larry Nance hit that. Yeah. <laughs> hit the game winner against yeah. Indiana. No, but how about <laughs> in Denver? Did he, have the, did he have the chihuahua with him? When yeah, that? of course. <laughs> in Denver, we were doing the game against the Nuggets, and then – he had the halftime show, and, and and Joe G goes like, "What's that guy doing sitting next to you?" Because he was sitting next to me. Did he? Did he have a shirt on? Yeah, he got his he had his shirt. On. You, you like that? You like that halftime show? The guy with the Chihuahua who does like aerobic, like handstands, and then the Chihuahua does the handstands as well. Yes, I'm not against it. Which one? Then you talking about Chihuahua Christian, Christian Scooby? Scooby yeah. I'm not against it. I'm my favorite. Does he is just one that Joe hates? Not the Bucket Boys. Or I love the Bucket Boys. What? You, no, you don't. <laughs> the Bucket Boys. He's just messing with me. They you. play music the dude, on buckets. The, the, oh, oh, so, no, no, we it's have so entertaining. A, it's so we, have a, we have one group here that is a part of the entire All they need group. is buckets. Our, but, uh, yeah, but our guys play like garbage two, cans one, six, and ladders six, yes. and stuff. Let me tell you the worst thing, though, is when they have the guys, the, uh, guys jumping off trampolines and dunking. Yeah. We, well, we have that, too. You no. want to know why it's the worst? I just watched... Uh, a half of guys who didn't need a trampoline. <laughs> like, what are you, why are you sweating? Who could dunk every time down. That's true. More impressive dunks than you're doing with a trampoline, and now you're... With a guy defending yeah. the rim. Right? Yeah. Yeah, with a guy right trying to stop you. And now I'm watching a guy with nobody trying to stop you and a trampoline, and, well, okay, let me, you dunked. I'm supposed to be impressed now. All right. Well, let me, let me say this then. What if you did that and you had somebody defend it? Like Where, he has his own trampoline? Where he has his own trampoline. He has to time it. Right. Okay. And he gets to like defend. Now we're talking. Okay. Somebody yeah, would yeah. get really hurt. That be, yeah. But it would be totally entertaining. And they all they have to be in some kind you of know a mascot what, You know costume. what bit I like? <laughs> you know what's a great bit, speaking of mascots, have you guys ever seen the bit where they do a tackle football game where mascots tackle the little the kids? The kids, yes. That is fantastic. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? It's <laughs> no. fantastic. Oh, my really God. It's fantastic. Them. And they really tackle them. They beat yeah. the crap out of these little kids. Speaking of, speaking of beating, I like the bit that Robin Lopez does with the visiting, with the, home, the, with the home mascot, where he beats up and he I gets agree. into fights with the mascot. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know if they play much of it now. Obviously, with the pandemic, it kind of went away. But I like that bit. Yeah. I think that's something that he's done for himself, and yeah. he actually even made money because he made a commercial about it and everything. Yeah, and it's organic. I mean, he kind of just came up with it on yeah. his own. And and all the and I'm sure all the mascots love the fact that they can actually be part of the. Yeah, yeah. I'd like a documentary on the life of a halftime performer. Who's your favorite mascot? Or like, the Moondog? Oh, that's a, well, other than mask, other than Moondog, yeah. uh, that's hands down. It's not even close. Who? 
It's a uh, not the Rockets guy. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's him and I like the guy in San Antonio. It's Clutch and no, no. There's Clutch and and I get and Moondog and everybody else, but Clutch is the king. I love that guy. <laughs> What's he I do? I love Clutch. Uh, he's well. He does the he does the cake in the face. But there's a thing. I wish I could show listeners this, but one time he did a video, honest to God, uh, Garen, Garen Narain and I, who former PR guy, where he goes around. It was a video they showed on, on the Jumbotron where his bit is he smashes a big birthday cake in somebody's face. There'll be somebody, and it's a plant, somebody dressed as a cavalier. Somebody from the from right, somebody dressed, group, right, whatever, the yeah. calves. And he'll, you know, he runs up the aisle and smash a huge birthday cake in their face. He did a, there's a video, I should tweet it out later, uh, where he just goes to a San Antonio fan and a Cleveland fan and they're washing their car or golfing <laughs> and he just runs up and just smashes them in the face with the cake. And I, mean, I love again, his bit with Foreman. Oh, and, he, and also he's got like a little chubby. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen that guy? He's got like a little chubby dude in yeah. a spacesuit. It's a silver spacesuit that runs it like his assistant. Yeah, yeah. He's this little chubby guy. And I just, I, and I like that he has that stupid smile on his face the whole time. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're going to ask me, Clutch is my favorite. Yeah. You? Who's yours? I like, again, only the Moondog and Cavs and, Cavs and Sir CC. I like the San Antonio guy. I forget his name. Uh, the Coyote? Yeah. Yeah. He's cool. It, it's. That's a good one. Huh? I hate Hugo. The Hornet? The Hornet. Because I saw him do something once that was kind of a... You're such a hateful person. Kind of a... I don't know if I can say it here, but kind of a dick move. We were playing the Hornets, and, you know, my our, our seats are in the middle level. And we get there early. So I was greeting some of the fans that were there, and there was a Cavs fan with on crutches with one, one leg on a cast all the way up to her knees. So I ask him, and I know obviously the mascot can't talk, but you know, you talk to them, they listen. So I said to the you guy, say obviously as if everyone. Uh, yeah. So I said to him, talk. I said, "Hey, listen, can you help me out? She's trying to get to his to the seat, and I was about to go in the air or something, and I saw the dude walk the girl on crutches down this section, across it to another one, and just left her there. Like he literally <laughs> took her the wrong way. I'm like, dude, that is not. <laughs> That is just not cool. <laughs> but it's kind of funny. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's like it wasn't cool. It's like <laughs> That's not know. chivalry, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it just, hey, it's, he's a hornet, man, you know? I mean, yeah, if you're a hornet. He's tongue. He's I guess so. And, you know. I don't I mean, like him. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like Bango, the guy uh Milwaukee he used to climb on that big ladder and then dunk. Remember the gorilla from Phoenix? Is he still around? Yeah. I think, yeah, the Phoenix Gorilla. He used to come out on a big Harley. Remember that? Boom, yeah. boom. That was kind of badass. See, now that's a great logo. That's a great mascot. And plus, it's like it's like a cheap gorilla out there. My, pro, my question, it's like the, yeah, my question it's like is, you, what's the relationship between the freaking gorilla and the Phoenix Sun you know in, the what? Middle of the, in the middle of the desert? You don't need an excuse to have a gorilla for anything. I hope, come on. I hope, I hope the Indians change their name to that. What? The gorilla. The gorilla. <laughs> Is it like the San Diego chicken? It didn't really have any meaning, did it? Right, that's true. The yeah. San the Diego gorilla. chicken was the old <laughs> most famous mascot, but yeah, the the Suns gorilla. Now he probably made his name on a trampoline. Yeah. Dunking basketballs. Did now it? now probably, yeah. that's the only way you can make that worthy. Either have a defender 
or put him in a, a gorilla outfit. The sans and as far as baseball, there's only the Philly freak is kind of the king, right? The Philly fanatic. The, fi- the yeah. fanatic, right? Yeah, because the other mascots are just. And then I've also heard, and I'm not a hockey guy. You guys both are. Uh, people love the dude in uh, Philly, the whatever that thing is. The best bit in hockey is when they throw the octopus in the Yeah, in but the no, ice. there's a there's a Philly that goofy looking. You've seen it, right? No. You ha- you haven't seen it? No. You? No? I feel like I know what you're talking about. He's but got a name. Yeah, he's he's like the I think he's kind of the, the the king, the Philly guy, the Philly mascot. I wish I knew. Do you think Becky Hammond will be a head coach this year? Should be. I hope so. I mean, I she, she, I believe she's not because just because she's a woman, but I think she's earned. I mean, she, how long has she been an assistant? And it can be, what, five years already, three, four years? Do you think the Mavs job is the best job open? Mm. Mm, that's a good job. The Celtics job, pretty nice too. Portland. I mean, the Portland. Would you want a job? Would you want to be Luca's coach? Indiana's a nice job. No. You wouldn't no. want to be Michael Jordan's coach. No, I wouldn't. I mean, yes, if I had the opportunity. But if I would, I if I had the choice, I would rather coach. I don't think that Indiana would be Indiana or. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to coach Luca. I mean, again, you, Luca starts getting in a bad mood with you, you're done. But if that's the way your mindset is, then yeah, what kind of coach got, are you? you? Wouldn't you want to be LeBron's coach when he was young? Again, a y- yes, I guess. You instantly. But if I had if I had my choice you of You have other... the toughest puzzle piece to put together. Yeah, that's true. But that, that's what that's I true, but I'd be... rather I'd rather have a good That's why you gotta have a, a coach that, that has everything and not just the basketball you... knowledge, you know, because you gotta be a psychologist, you gotta yeah. be a friend, you gotta be a That's what today's coach has to be anyway. I, I know, but I'm saying when you have a superstar like that, because T Lou, you know, the stories that come out is like when he got on LeBron in halftime of game mm-hmm. seven. Right. And right. left LeBron mumbling, you know, in some Right, like, right. The Damon Jones. Yes, you the... know, it's like that you gotta have that kind of But bone. I'm saying you gotta have, you know, a, a it helps to be a former player. I think it really does help big time. Yeah, but I think you earn that respect as well. You know, if you haven't played. But if, but if you haven't Look played. Look what did. Yeah, but he. He's well thought of now. He is now. But Spolster had to work a long time and climb a long road to get to that. But he's not where he is now if he didn't coach LeBron. Yeah, but LeBron, he was already the coach there when. He was already. I know, but it was still rough. LeBron tried to oust him. Right, but again, I mean that's so. Yeah, you're answering your question in top? that I don't, I don't want to be. I yeah, would, if, if I had yeah. my choice of of jobs, I would not want to be at a job where one player can get in a bad mood with me, and now I'm really screwed. Now my job is in jeopardy. And well, now, isn't that like if, then Phil Jackson wouldn't have taken the Bulls' job? Well, I'm, you're asking me what job would you like? I'm not Phil okay. Jackson. I'm saying. Well, I'm Me, saying what's the best job out there? The best job? Again, I don't know if it's Dallas. I, because as we've discussed, I think, I, think Dallas, I think Dallas's roster outside of Luke is weak. I think it depends who you are. Yet there's going to be a lot of pressure For to win For Rick now. Carlisle, right. it might be a team that he can just go in there and finish up putting it together or whatever. Well, again, like right. For Becky, maybe the Indiana job is the one that, that – But again, even that, like in. these are jobs, all these jobs, you know, they're not a, a, a Sacramento job where you're like, okay – Young guy, start over, build it up. It's like you go to Dallas. Dallas is expecting right. Western Conference Finals now. They're expecting big things. If you take that 
Portland job. Yeah, but we just heard they haven't made it out of the first round. Well, but but either way, then you guys, they're expecting at you, least a first right, round. Now you have to advance. succeed. Same with Portland. Now it's Portland. It's like, hey, you've been getting bounced. Now they got to get a coach to take them to the next level. It's not a learn on the job kind of thing. Now, right. same with Indiana. I mean, Indiana, they're those guys got to be looking around, thinking, hey, why are we out of the playoffs? This is not right. Especially with how good Nate McMillan did. So I think there's a lot of good jobs, but Dallas, I don't know. I don't know if Dallas is a great job for that reason. But again, I don't think the roster's strong around Luca. And if Luca doesn't like you, you're done. So. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, certainly the good coaches are ones that they are good, but you wonder how much it really does matter. Because Popovich isn't taking a group without two superstars to the finals. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So he's a great coach. Steve Kerr is a perfect example. Steve Kerr is a wonderful coach, but... Yeah, but look at all this stuff that he's been able to manage, though. But again, like this this last year in the playoffs, Luca, for example, Lillard, for an example, you know, guys get bashed for uh, team jumping and being on a super team. But when you're Luca and you see, man, I got no help, and you're Damian Lillard and you're thinking... Man, you know, I'm scoring 50 and we're losing. I mean, these guys got to be start at some point thinking. But to be fair. Uh, am I going to spend my whole career scoring 50 points in playoff games and losing? But to be fair, Luca and Damian are in totally different situations because Lillard has been there how long doing the same thing. Luca and, just started. And Luca doesn't want Luca, and Luca, Luca doesn't, doesn't want to get to that point. That's what I'm saying. He's but, he, look- but he's not where Lillard is. Lillard has been like, I mean. Running to the Warriors, running to the Clippers, running. I mean, like the Clippers went down, the Warriors were down, the Lakers are out, and they still don't don't have not even a conference final. Right, and I'm saying, and that's what I'm saying is Luca looks Luka at that and say, there, right, I don't want to be that guy. They need he needs help for sure, big time. So I don't know, I don't know, like being from Cleveland though, I reserve the right to jump back on the bandwagon at for, any the, point. for the Cavs. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, now we got the number three pick, so yeah, really, they we're the Cavs are close. The Cavs are really close. I do believe that they're close, and they're in a situation where next year is going to be very key, very and pivotal to to what what's going to happen here with the yeah. With the, and I think again, you know, with JB at the helm, with the players that we have, with the health that we expect to have and that we hope to have, yeah. This is when, you know, I've said this before. Talk to, talk to us on June, July 24th when we know who's going to be coming in. Are you flying over there to the where the draft is so you can take the plane back, the private plane, the way you did with Kyrie and Tristan Thompson? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't fly. I just met him at the airport. They never. Oh, you didn't took the they never. You know, actually, one time I did take a – I did fly on Dan Gilbert's private jet. Mm-hmm. And it was – That was for what? It was, uh, it was the worst flying experience I've ever had in my life. Why is that? We flew, uh, we were flying to the All-Star game, and we had to fly from Cleveland to Detroit to pick up some, maybe even Dan and a couple people. And the winds were so bad that day. Terrible. It felt like the plane felt was... like Body Holly? Yeah, it felt like the plane was flying sideways. And I've always told this story in that... Randy Mims, who, you know, LeBron's guy, ran up the aisle and was puking in the bathroom. We were it's I'm never I'm never afraid on a plane because I always figure that's the way I want to go. It's gonna be quick, 
With no, there's no reason to be afraid because it's right. going to happen. It's going to happen. happen. You, LeBron was on that plane. LeBron was on that plane, and LeBron and we were flying. If him. that had gone down, we were. You would not be known in history. That's at what all. I mean. I'd be there'd be nothing. You'd just be like a glob. Because right. there was somebody else on Buddy Holly's plane. A globule, yeah. right? A Richie Valens. There was a Joe but, G. Richie Valens. But no, but there be, was a Joe G. You would be too. Richie Valens. You would be no. I mean, I know Richie Valens. <laughs> Richie Valens, right? I, yeah, right. There's a Joe G. on that plane you've never heard of. Right. There's somebody's somebody. like, hey, man, I was on that plane, too. And they're like, yeah, yeah but Richie Valens is on that plane. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I would have been that guy. But I just remember, really, that uh, and LeBron's mom was playing cards because LeBron always played cards, you know, on the plane. And then LeBron's mom was playing cards on the other table. <laughs> and everybody, all LeBron's buddies, Rich Paul at the time and Randy, they were all afraid. And they stopped playing cards. And LeBron told him, deal them cards, man. And they kept playing cards as much as they could. Like, was he just cool? Cool as a cucumber. I mean, he was just as... Because there's nothing you can do. I know. Yes, you're right. You thought you were going to die. Right, but, but I didn't think I was going to die, but I was to the point where you were afraid. Now it's to the point where... What were the odds? Uh, I mean, over 50% that you're going to go down. I don't think it was that high. Okay. You it said was, it was bouncing. It just quite a feels bit. like it, it. It was bouncing. I mean, it was if the plane felt like it was, I was sick. I was getting it sick. It feels like you're going. Yeah, down. yeah. It was. You feel that was the only time I really felt like I was afraid. Like I'm, I'm afraid. Things are. And LeBron was totally not afraid. But, Sully overrated or not? Go. No. Not at all. Oh my mm-hmm. God, no. Damn. No. Are you going to say overrated for Sully? I've heard from quite a few pilots. I live in a city that's the. Uh, it's a international airport and we have a lot of pilots that live around us and what are they and saying they've said that they could do it we all could have done that oh please My. that's crap They're like no. we deal with birds all the time that's crap so yeah, what but they couldn't land in the you, hudson you don't deal with birds landing in the hudson in the winter no way no. they they're they're very care. unimpressed and now you know what i'm that's, unimpressed that's, you know what? i've interviewed i've done the research boys i'm un- I, uh, i'm unimpressed with those pilots i think they're jealous that's exactly they all think they could put the plane down in the Hudson. Like They're like, we're cool. all trained to do that. It's Bull. not that thing. That's crap. I don't believe them. It's like somebody that made, they're like, you know, what you you made four out of ten free throws. That's that's ridiculous. I, 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 call, I call BS on that. Well, you don't live around pilots. You haven't talked to any. <laughs> have you talked to one pilot about it? Probably I not. I, no, I haven't. You're just impressed because you watched Tom Hanks do it. Well, I mean, it's impressive, man. I, I'm just saying. It's impressive, like that. Time- Things are impressive that you don't know anything about. Well, what do you like? The time- you don't know anything about that. Well, the, how about the time Denzel Washington flew the plane upside down and and uh, landed in the field? You don't think that's impressive? I don't. Even what did your pilots say about that? <laughs> I, we haven't talked about that. <laughs> well, I ask them. They're probably gonna say, "Oh, Denzel's a he's a stiff man. Anybody can fly it upside down." That's ridiculous. Well, now see, now you're creating a hypothetical to put down my pilots. <laughs> well, I'm whereas my them. pilots are, I think your pilot is full of it. Wow, see, I agree. Because this is slander. Unless, you, unless you, unless you find yourself in that situation, which only Sully has, and he's the only one that we know has actually brought the plane down and landed it on. Right. Here's what, what you guys are going to do Dan's, this year. Dan's going to roll into town, and man, my pilots say that Sully not, <laughs> not overrated at all. <laughs> Next time I see you guys, I want you to have talked to at least a few pilots. Next time we go to Dallas, I want you to bring the pilot around, and we can talk. We can call 
BS on him. So you'll be in a team flight and all of a sudden – I mean, he's <laughs> a pilot that's been through training. You're two guys who saw a movie. So now you're 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 trying to tell me yeah, that guys, you know better than guys, it's only happened once. No guys have ever done it ever. Ever. Right? I don't know. Well, how many times have you heard about a pilot dropping a seven forty seven in a river? <laughs> that, that's like that's Well, how like, about Sully? They wouldn't have had to do that if it wasn't Sully. But that's like the that's guy that saying, the other pilots one. take off and they're fine. <laughs> well that's like the guy that did no, the simulation. <laughs> That's like the guys that did the simulation of if they were Sully and they actually landed at Teterboro or landed back in LaGuardia because you remember that part of the movie where they say they, they kind of knew what they had to do and and then when they did them, like not giving them any warning, they just couldn't land the plane. Hmm. The people that were actually pilots doing the simulation couldn't land the plane. So, See, no, there you go. I think Sully is Brett Favre with a comeback. <laughs> Well, he threw three interceptions in the first half. That's why you're down by 20 points. Okay, now you came at – So now you're, no, bl- now you're blaming Sully. I'm blaming Sully for even oh having God. to do that in the first place. Slander on That's Sully. Bad. I mean, you guys are making stuff up, so now I am. That's bad. Dan's going to be flying back to Dallas, and the pilot's going to plant the plane right in the, <laughs> right in the, right in the Mississippi River, and Dan's going to be – right before Dan gets on that like that slide, he's going to be like, eh. I know, I know, I know pilots in Dallas, man. They can right, do- they can do this. Pilots in Dallas can do this – in their sleep, man. Make sure you let Maybe me know. Maybe Dallas guys are always jealous of New York guys. Make sure you let me know who those pilots are. So I don't, I'm flying through Dallas next week, so I don't want to get into one of their planes. I just want you to just ask your pilot next time you run into your pilot. Just exactly. say, hey, uh, what do you think of that Sully character? That's a great idea. When you, you, get, on, when you get on I'm your next plane. I'm going to do it Saturday, and I'm going to record it. Yeah. So I do have... you guys go on the Cavs plane? Yeah. Yes. So you have access to a pilot. There's, yeah, that's yes. not as yeah. So uh, next time you get on a plane, you're flying this week. Ask him. Say, what do you think of Sully? I'm gonna act like I had a, a friend reporter. who's telling me that to uh, say Sully. You could, I'm gonna ask him like as, I can reporter. You could do that, right? Yeah. yeah, you you would have done that. And he'd be like, Rafa here reporting for One and Go Radio <laughs> live. <laughs> <laughs> Just get on the plane and be like, Hey, dude, if yeah. you see if, like, if like, you see any, door. I'm gonna knock on the door. Like, excuse me. <laughs> If you see any birds, can you put this thing in a river? Yeah. <laughs> make sure you put it. If you put it in the Lake Erie, just make sure it's like close to the edge so I can get up because I need to run across. <laughs> see, now I have to end the show. We're getting silly. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to sit here and let you badmouth Sully. I just won't do it. I won't. So, anyway, let's wrap up uh, episode 16, I think we're on. Yes. 15, 16. 16. 16. Okay, we're on episode 16. Uh, our special guest, Dan McDowell, who did a great job right before he blew everything with that Sully thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was all good right for that point. Uh, but thanks for joining if us, Dan. If you can't handle the truth, that's... Uh... <laughs> Dan McDowell, thank you for joining us. Uh, we're not going to do any thank yous. We don't do thank yous Go in the Cavs. off season. Where's the hardest working man in the... Except, Podcasting. except for DMAC. That's the only guy we'll thank because and <laughs> and Ruffin, stop shaking your head. He was here working tonight. Working what? His ass off. I, whatever he does, everything, whatever he does, he was here working tonight. tonight. What about Marty Allen? Let's go, Big Daddy. And, yeah, okay, you're right. Daddy. Marty Allen, Big Daddy. We got to give it to Big Daddy and Dirty Kurt. As long as we're, I think those three guys. I told you I'm things. a listener, man. Yeah. Let's give it to those three guys and Rafa, nobody else. It's just else. so cool to sit here and live with you. He's like a groupie. I yeah. love Rafa. I tell him every time I talk about the show, I'm just like, 
Rafa, man. He's like Rafa. That, he's like that dude. That show's nothing without Rafa. Yeah. Thank you, man. I, we, I wish we. I wish they would let us do a show on Joe G and Rafa. Just off the uncensored. Uncensored. Yeah. So, we but, did a good show earlier this morning that but, uh, could not have made it. The good thing, the good news is that I used to do that kind of show and I used to get in trouble a lot. So it's good. That yeah. We, Good. We're, we're, we we're playing it by the numbers. The, right the cab Rafa. Yes. Good on you. So <laughs> thank you for being here. Thank you for being here, Dan, uh, for Rafa and J. Mike, who's uh, still, you know, Jared still Fair working on his equipment. Yeah. Geek still squad. working. On, still working on his problems. Uh, we'll see you guys maybe next week, maybe in a couple weeks. But uh, we'll be ready Redraw. for the draft. Redraw. Yep. We'll be ready for the draft when it rolls around July 29th. We'll just see you next week on Wine and Gold Radio. You're listening to Wine and Gold Radio. Oh, Daddy! Cleveland. You mean how come Quickie on WHK? How come Bill Belichick coaches like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ohio. Hello. America. I like it! <laughs> Whoa.